This is New Hampshire's home for sports on ESPN New Hampshire Radio, WGAM, Manchester, WGHM, Nashua. Second half of our final regular season broadcast has already started. Let's go quickly back to Nick Anastas. Thank you, Tim. Coming up on two minutes gone, third quarter. And a hot start for both teams here as we go back and forth. Donovan with a right-hand floor. That's Patrick Donovan, the senior's first two for Bishop Girton. BG back within 15 at 43 to 28. Quick three the other way by Brakefield. No good back iron. Rebound to Rinko. Cardinals right to left. BG down 17 at the break. Trying to close the gap here as they work right to left. Inside Rinko, skip pass. Far side Donovan, wide open, three, no good from the wing. Absolutely needed that. Rinko, what a beautiful pass across the zone. Rebound to Spalding's Calero, and now a free throw line shot, no, but there's the follow. Off the bounce, got it with the left hand. And Calero starting to pile up points for the Red Raiders. 15? He's got 15, yep, yeah. that's a game high. 45-28. The halftime margin reestablished. Spalding in a number of different defensive looks in that first half in a 2-3 zone right now. Three-pointer Hyatt near side, short. Rebound off the front iron for Brakefield. Spalding wants to push. Connolly, Connolly head down to the rim, is fouled hard. And will shoot two. Hacked on the right arm by Hyatt, who picks up the foul. Three minutes in, third quarter, 45-28 Spalding. Red Raiders looking for their fifth straight win, a chance to improve to 14-3 before heading into their season finale at Concord on Friday. I'm absolutely impressed with how the big fellows for the Spalding Red Raiders, in particular 21 Cal Connolly and number 5 Ari Brakefield, handle the ball for big guys. Yeah. They're well coached, and they get great handles for guys that are 6'4", 6'5". Connolly hits the second after missing the first. That's his first point of the second half. He is 11 now in the game. Largest lead for Spalding, 46-28. Wild shot there by Hyatt and air ball. A leaner from the far baseline. Near side rebound to Spalding's Calero. Now Connolly, left to right. Fires a three. That one's short. Ball tipped out of bounds. And we'll go to BG. Last touch by Towel. And Red Raiders communicating with one another here on the defensive end. Extended ball pressure by Calero. Donovan gets by him. But the right hand layup attempt won't go. Trying to bank it. Rebound off the front iron. Tipped out to Spalding. Now Calero head down into the lane as Brakefield. One time for towel. Right hand layup is good from the near side of the lane. Griffin Dole. Dole, excuse me. Yep. Yeah, Griffin Dole stepping up with a couple of big hoops here early, early going third quarter. Red Raider fans. A lot of them here made the trip all the way from Rochester. Clapping their hands to that one as their team is up 20 here in Nashua. 48-28 midway point third quarter. Rinko to Donovan. Far side, Hyatt, one dribble on the far baseline. Skip pass, near side wing, three on the way from Alanok. Gets up and in. That's his first field goal, the six-foot senior. That's three to the BG total and brings his club within 17 at 48-31. And what's this, a moving Offensive screen? Foul. Yep. I think it's, they got Roy here, right here. You're right, a moving screen on, on Matt Roy. Trying to free up. Connolly on the near side. That's a second on Roy. And the first team foul against Spalding in this second half. Coming up in three and a half to go, third quarter. Three-pointer far side, Donovan. No good back iron. Ball tipped out of bounds under the backboard. And last touch by Spalding. 
Joel doesn't like the call. That's because Yanis Nintengi is just so, so active on the offensive glass. He's so long. Meanwhile, Roy going to check out Isaiah Rose, the freshman back on for Spalding. Rose with 10 points in that first half. One of three double-digit scorers at the break for Spalding. They lead 48-31, three and a half to go third quarter. Right to left, PG against the zone. Rinko up top, Alanok. One time near side for Donovan. They'll reverse it. Far side three now for Hyatt. No good. And a foul on Yintengi. As he pushed Brakefield to the floor. Brakefield a little shaken up. And yeah, he's, he's going to come out of the game. Yeah. Got some blood flowing, I think. Yeah. And he's not happy about it. You know, the sophomore is, is bleeding. From either the nose or the mouth, he walks left to right, kind of cupping his nose here, and now he's going to get checked out by the trainer. That's coming out of the nose. Yep. I think he's going to be okay, though. Took a little shot there from Nindengi. And we got some blood on the floor, so we're going to take, take a timeout here with 3.18 to go in this third quarter. Spalding leading. 48-31, Red Raiders came in tied with Bedford for second place in the D1 standings. Everyone, of course, chasing unbeaten Portsmouth, but at 13-3, looking at 14-3 with a win tonight. They're in, in a, a pretty good position, not just for the first round to host a game, but probably the first two, and then if you win those... Of course, you punch your ticket to the Final Four, which is held at Durham every year. I said during the halftime break, Nick, that you and I have had a chance this year to see Portsmouth two, three times. We've had a chance to see Bedford. But I like this Spalding club, and I like them to go to the Final Four. I really do. Now, at the same time, I asked you to look up on your phone how it went between Portsmouth and Spalding earlier in the year. Not good. And it did not go well, a 34-point loss for Spalding. But the way they're playing tonight against a pretty solid BG club, I could see them going deep into this tournament. Yeah, and I'm sure they're itching for a rematch with Portsmouth. It would happen, of course, in the championship round. Nick and Astis, Coach Bellevue with you. BG on the other side, 8-8, eight and eight, following their latest win, 56-55 over Pinkerton. And they will close things out at Bedford on Friday. And, again, trail here by 17 in the second half. A lot of work to do, but I'm sure Coach Regan likes the challenge. Well, not an easy way to end their season, home with Spalding and then at Bedford, but you know, you can look at it the other way and say, you know, we've got to get ready for the tournament yeah. and try to play at a tournament kind of speed and, um, and and let's see where we're at. Right now, the test isn't proven to go, be going very well as they're down 17 as they were at the half. Meanwhile, play resumes. The blood cleaned up. Breakfield is on the bench. And Spalding has the basketball as we head towards three minutes. Meanwhile, a spin move parody with the left-hand finish in the lane. Pretty move by Parody, the senior. That's his first bucket. Spalding now with seven different scorers in the scorer's book. They've got a 50-31 to 31 lead on the board. PG right to left wants the answer. Down the lane, Rinko is hit and won. Got it to go off the glass, hit on the right elbow. And now an opportunity for a three-point play with the score at 50-33. to 33. Yeah, strong move right there by Mike Renko. You had mentioned that uh, they stopped feeding him a little bit in the second quarter, a quarter that clearly got away from the Cardinals. 
and uh, just then they did Cardinals did what they needed to do. They got it to their scorer, their main gun, and he took it down the lane, got hit, was strong enough to lay it in, looks to complete the three-point play. He's got nine and is looking to be the first Cardinal to hit the double-figure mark. His club trailing 50-33 to 33 inside of three minutes, third quarter. Free throw, no good. Back iron. Rose, a weak side rebound for Spalding. And the freshman comes with the dribble into the front court. Connolly down low, finished by Parody from the far side block. But that's that dribble penetration I talked about. This is a six foot five kid handling the ball mid court and then having great vision to find. Uh, I didn't see who made the basket, but it was Parody, his second field goal. Meanwhile, a foul on the floor against Parody here. Hand check as he tried to slow down Rinko with a reach in. That's his third. And the team's third in this third quarter 52 33, 220 to go. Side out of bounds coming for BG. Spalding back to a man-to-man. They've switched up looks almost by the possession. Rinko rattled, throws it away. Tried to skip one with the right hand near side, but nobody home, I believe intended for Ntengi. Meanwhile, Rinko going to check out, and he's got a frustrated look on his face. No doubt about it. He came off the court trying to explain what he was doing, but really what happened was he got caught up in the air with no options and fired it out of bounds. He's having a chat at the end of the bench with head coach Matt Regan. Two minutes, third quarter, 52-33, Spalding looking for their largest lead. Galero to the rim is fouled. DiGioletto got a piece of the wrist, got a lot of basketball there with a the right-hand swipe, but did make contact. And the point guard, Keegan Calero, to the free throw line. He's the game's high man with 15, the sophomore. One of this talented sophomore groups. Kind of a quiet 15, but 15 nonetheless, and now 16 for Keegan Calero. And he's done it in a variety of ways, mid-range, and at the free throw line amongst them. First free throw is good. 16 for the 5'11 guard. One more coming, and that one perfect as well. 54-33, largest lead on the on the board for Spalding. We hit inside of two minutes, third quarter. DG right to left. They brought Fisher, the guard, back on. And Tengi up top has Fisher on the far wing. Passes on an open look. Up top for Hyatt. Back to Ntengi. Far side. He'll swing it down near corner. DiGioletto for three. No good. And a weak side muscle rebound taken in by Spalding's Cameron Couch, who just checked in, a 5'11 senior. And Roy is tied up as he comes in the front court. What do they got, jump ball or travel? It's a jump ball, and it will stay with Spalding. Got tied up by Fisher there, and the Red Raiders will inbound in a moment from the near baseline. Meanwhile, Calera out. Toll back on. Breakfield back and Breakfield back on, yep. Looks like he's got a, a piece of cloth. In his nose. Or tissue, yeah, in that right nostril. Minute and a half to go, third quarter, 54-33. Spalding lead as they threaten to extend their largest margin. Breakfield deep on the near wing, comes middle with the left-hand dribble, as Rose deep on the far side wing. Up top for Toll, and now it's Breakfield near side. High post Roy, one dribble, two dribble, into the lane, tied up, lost the ball, and Girton able to get to it. As Ntengi picked it up, right to left now, Donovan off the turnover. Cardinals trailing by 21, 54-33. We're down to one minute, third quarter. 
Intengi down the near sideline, hangs and scores with the left hand off the glass. And that's his game. I mean, if you if you play off him and try to make him stick from 18 feet, I'm not sure he's going he's going to do anything but pass. But if you try and D him up tough, he's going to the rim, and he's yep. going there with authority. He's the high man for BG now with 11. Final 40 seconds, 54-35. The Spalding lead. Here's Rose, had it slapped loose from behind, taken away by DiGioletto. Into the front court, Girton right to left. Hyatt in the far corner, leaves it in the post. DiGioletto back out now for Donovan. Far side, Hyatt pulls a trigger on a three, no good side iron. Weak side rebound to Spalding's Roy. Final 20 seconds. Toll for Brakefield. Thought about it. Now puts it on the deck. And he's going to pull it out. Spalding wants the final shot with 10 seconds. They lead 54-35. Brakefield with Fisher on his hip near side. Leaves it for Roy. And now foul call with five seconds to go. It's on the floor. And it's the fourth team foul against BG. And who was it on? It was on, it was on Ntengi. Ntengi is third. Yep. All right, five seconds for Spalding. They're up 19. Toll, back door, pass tipped and stolen. Taken away by DiGioletto, and he dribbles out of bounds at midcourt. Never quite had the handle. They're going to rule this one dead with .1 remaining on the third quarter clock, just a tenth of a second, which is not long enough for even a tip. So this is just a formality here as it comes in, and that will do it. Third quarter in the books. 54-35 as Spalding extends their lead. Back for quarter number four in just a moment. You're listening to the FNL Winter Game of the Week. It's presented by the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Centers, and it's right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Tune in and yeah. Final quarter action from BG. Here's Nick and Mike. Thank you, Tim. 54-35 is the Spalding lead. As they look for their 14th victory of the season, their fifth in a row. And they've led most of the way. Trailed by two after one. The big quarter was the second quarter where they outscored the home team by 19 to take a 17-point lead with them into the locker room. Fourth quarter begins. And it starts with a stop here. Spalding a block shot. And now Connolly putting on a show. Goes down the lane with the left hand. Absolutely putting on a show, Nick. Right mid-court, he went behind his back. Crossed over at the foul line to his left hand and laid it in strong. Cal Connolly showing the versatility in the big fellow's game. 13 now for the six foot five senior. Spalding matches their largest lead from earlier. They're up 21. BG, a quick three. No good from the far corner by Donovan. And a near side rebound for Brakefield. Playing with a tissue in his nose. Took a shot that drew blood earlier, but he's on the floor. Meanwhile, Calero is back in the game to run the show. The point guard going to pull it out. Breakfield backdoor Connolly, near side corner, open for three. Is parody? No. Weak side tip, yes. Back up and in off the window by Connolly. Really impressed with the big six foot five. Center Cal Connolly with a nice follow, two hand tip down. Largest lead on the board, 58 35. On the other side, Orinko up and in for two. A 16 footer from straight away. The senior forward playing in his final home game. Gets a bucket to put him in double figures now with 11. Meanwhile, a foul here on the Cardinals is going to be called on the floor. A push by Fisher is third, and the team's fifth, so they have one left to give. Comes with a minute and a half gone in this fourth quarter. 58-37 is the Spalding lead. Inbound pass thrown way into the backcourt. From the baseline, tracked down by Calero, and he comes back into the front court left to right. Spalding in their 
Red uniforms playing in front of some fans who have made the drive from Rochester. Three-pointer straight away, no good by, by Brakefield. And the rebound in a crowd goes to DiGioletto of BG. Curtain right to left. They trail by 21. Meanwhile, a drive down the lane goes... Fontanella, I think. Fontanella, yeah. Tom Fontanella, the freshman who just checked in. He turned it over. Had a poke loose from behind. Spalding the other way left to right. Now Calero pulls up and knocks down another 10-footer near side. And that's got the bench riled up. I think Calero, he's shooting at a pretty high field goal percentage in this game. Yeah. Making most of his shots. Yeah, he's been over 50%. He's got 19. He's the game's high man. Meanwhile, a reaching foul is called here on Breakfield. It's on the near wing. And it's on the floor. Spalding now with five team fouls. BG with five team fouls. That's the third on Breakfield. He's going to check out, shaking his head. Meanwhile, Coach Cronin starting to go deep into the bench here. Vernon Carmack has checked in for the first time. The senior replaces Breakfield. Pretty good size Husky body on yeah. Mr. Carmack. His name backs his uh, body type. And he's got a tattoo on that right bicep as well. Meanwhile, ball tipped out of bounds. It'll stay with the Cardinals. And it will be put in play here on the near side of the baseline. Two and a half gone, fourth quarter. 60 to 37. Spalding in front. Three-pointer up and in. Hyatt got it in front of the bench from the near wing. I believe, Coach, that's the first three-point field goal for BG. They've tried enough of them, but they just yep. haven't drained many. Hyatt now in double figures with 11. 60 to 40. Meanwhile, Spalding going to turn it over. Trying to find Carmack inside, but the entry pass too strong from Toll. And the ball turned over to the Cardinals. That's a rare giveaway tonight by the Red Raiders. 2 3 zone for Spalding. Again, they've switched up looks almost by the possession defensively. Three pointer up top, in and out, no good for Hyatt. Loose ball at midcourt, and it goes out of bounds. A diving effort. By the Cardinals, Fontanella. The freshman sacrificed the body there. The freshman sporting a white headband right yeah. there. Paul Pierce look. Yeah, and both knee pads as well are white. He got some action earlier in the JV game, which was a Bishop Girton win. Varsity, though, trailing here 60-40. to 40. Now three and a half gone, fourth quarter. Spalding working left to right. They dump it inside. Connolly on the far block goes up. No, but a foul. Tried to bang it with the right hand. Drew the contact on the elbow. And Tangi, a questioning look at the officials, just hit with his fourth. That also puts Girton up against the foul limit now with six. Yeah, Connolly just really using his body well right there. Backed him down. Elevated. Got that fourth foul on Ntengi. And right Connelly. now, Bishop Girton going deep into their bench, bringing in number 24, Austin Hisco. I think he's a Milford kid. Brother of JT Hisco, yep. former quarterback. Yep. And it appears like Joe Hyatt's night is done as the Cardinals senior checks out with 11 points. Coming up in the midway point here, fourth quarter. Meanwhile, a couple free throws up and in for Connolly. He now has 17. Spalding's lead, 22 at 62-40. And Tengi a crossed over. And the Cardinal junior draws a foul. In the lane, hit on the left wrist. Landed a little awkwardly there. Yeah, it looked like he had a little wind, little grimace on his face. May have rolled his ankle just a little bit, but it looks like he's going to be all right. 
shoot two. Foligan Spalding on Connolly is second. Each team now up against the limit with six team fouls. Free throw no good for Intengi. Missed it too strong off the back iron. One more coming. And that one rattles in and out. No good as well. Rebound Connolly. Spalding has it. They come left to right. They've got a 22-point lead at 62-40. As we head towards the midway point, fourth quarter. Man-to-man pressure from BG. Roy, a spin move into the lane. Lost it. Controlled by Tao. Missed it. Goes back up right hand. No. And then Roy had it for brief period before it slapped away by Ntengi. Ntengi right to left to the rim. Finger roll is there with the left hand. That's his game. Dribble penetration. Drive, drive, drive. Great job by Yanni Ntengi. He's got a team high 13. Inside of four minutes, fourth quarter. 20-point lead for Spalding, 62-40. Roy near side down the lane. Little hanger. Nope. Twice off the side iron, and then a loose that ball foul five. is called on BG. It's on Intengi. That's five, I think. Yeah, I think he just just pushed Parity in the near corner, going for the loose ball, and he is fouled out with 13 points. So the junior, it's a round of handshakes from his teammates on the bench. He takes a seat at the end of the pine. His night is done. Meanwhile, first free throw. No good for parity. Second free throw, no good either. It rolls in and out. Rebound BG. Sets up a three in the far corner there for Camacho. Davis Camacho, a sophomore. No, tip back out. Hisco. And then it's Hisco buries a three from straight away. And he held the pose, the freshman. He did. BG trying to finish strong. They're within 17. That's the closest they've been since halftime. 62-45. Coming up in three minutes to go in this fourth quarter. Spalding, meanwhile, taking their time. Of course, no shot clock statewide in high school basketball. So in theory, they can milk it as long as they want. Inside, Carmack, quick turnaround, no with the right hand. Rebound off the side iron taken by DiGioletto for DG. Meanwhile, Hisco, going to get rid of it to Fontanella. Giletto, far side. And now DiGioletto, a three in the corner. Whistle while the ball was in the air. And what do we have here? Is this a moving screen here against BG? Nope. Foul on Roy. He tried to fight through that screen. So I think this is a one and one now. Both teams in the bonus, 17 fouls each way. Looks like uh, Coach Cronin's going to put in a mix of starters with a mix of uh, some more kids off the bench. Checking in number 11, Shane Hudson. And number one, Keegan Calero comes back in. We know if he's, he's had a solid game. Yeah, Connolly and Roy to the sidelines. we probably done for the night. Meanwhile, one and one, no good. Front end miss there by Daryl Wasinski, senior. Down to two and a half here. Spalding with a 62-45 lead. Spalding looking at 14-3 and three after a win tonight, which would be their fifth. Meanwhile, a travel in the high post. Called on Carmack, who looks over apologetically at Coach Cronin. DiGioletto the other way for Girton. They're down 17. Three-pointer near side, high archer. 
In and out, no good for Hisco, and a weak side rebound there for Carmack. Spalding going to slow it down as we're inside of two minutes, fourth quarter. And what's this here? A jump. Like a jump ball. Yeah, Calero got tied up off the dribble. Good defensive play there by Krasinski. Krasinski going to check out, get a round of applause. The senior, again, playing in his final home game. Meanwhile, backdoor breakfield. Missed it with the left hand. From point blank range, tipped out to Diletto. And BG has it right to left, down 17. 100 seconds to go. Fisher for three. That one wide. Grays the front iron. Loose ball tracked down on the weak side there by Shane Hudson. Now it's Rose. And into the playmaker's hands, Calero. He's going to slow it down. Minute 25 to go, 62-45. Meanwhile, dribbling is Hudson, and he lost it, poked out, stolen. To the rim comes Camacho, I Camacho, think. yeah, and it partially blocked, and it goes out of bounds back to Spalding. Now, this second unit, they're playing hard for Coach Regan, but unable to get one to go there. Looks like the final two players come in off the bench. Coach. And then number 15, Jeremy Lang for the Red Raiders. And meanwhile, a steal. Yeah, in the backcourt. Taken away by Bishop Girton. They swing it near side. A three on the way. No good. Back guy in there for Hisco. Long rebound tipped out to Calero. Comes quickly into the front court, left to right for Spalding. Keeps the dribble here on the near wing. And now they'll swing it inside of a minute to go. Spalding with a 62-45 lead. Meanwhile, Rose in the lane. Lost it. Poked loose, sent up ahead, Hisco, and that pass too strong. Kept alive on the baseline, but to the other team is Spalding's Hudson able to come and get it. Leaves it for Calero in the front court, now to 40 seconds. Near side, a wing three, up and in for Spalding's Jeremy Lang, the six-foot senior, then pumping his fist after knocking it down. That's got the fans he who was, made the drive from Rochester excited. He was juiced coming down the court. 65-45. Final 20 seconds here, fourth quarter. So Spalding, going to win their fifth straight. They'll improve to 14-3 and three before taking on Concord in their season finale on Friday. Three in and out, no good there for Fontanella. Spalding the rebound, and that's going to do it. 65-45, the final. The Red Raiders get it done. The big quarter was the second quarter. Well, they turned a two-point deficit into a 17-point lead by halftime. And again, a balanced attack, Coach. We've seen it really all season long, but the numbers bear it out again tonight. Calero with a game-high 19 points, followed closely by Cal Connolly, who had 17. Isaiah Rose, the freshman, the third in double figures for the Red Raiders with 10. All that in the first half. Brakefield had the first six of the game. He finishes with six. Griffin Tau helped out with four, Parody four, Roy with two. All that I hope adds up to 65 for Spalding in defeat. PG did get 13 from Yanis Nintengi before he fouled out. Michael Rinko, seven of his 11 came in the first half. Joe Hyatt, six of his 11 in the first quarter. Hisco DiGiletto, Allenock all with three each. 65-45 is the final. Bishop Gurdon slips back below the 500 mark at 8 and 9. 
They will take on Bedford on the road on Friday, closing out their regular season while Spalding remains on the road at Concord on Friday, hoping to wrap up things with a victory, which would be their sixth straight. Yeah, and I see that happening. I see them knocking off a, a very mediocre Concord team, and this Spalding team then going to go into the, the tournament flying high with six victories in a row. They were super tonight. They're long. They're athletic. They all handle the ball really well, and they get contribution coming off the bench. Um, they're, the, they're the second best team I've seen in Division One this year, and I see them going to the Final Four. Well, that was about where I was going to ask you here, coaches. This is the first time we've seen them, and they were obviously very impressive, and, and it looks like they do have the tools to to make a serious run, maybe not just the Final Four. Uh, certainly that's that's the goal at this point is, is to make it to Durham, but I think in their heart of hearts, they, they want to rematch with Portsmouth in the championship. They absolutely do. They got blown out early in the year by the Portsmouth Clippers, but this is a different time of the year right now. They're peaking with five wins in a row and a real good chance Friday night to grab a sixth. And I, I could very well, I could conceivably see this Spalding Red Raider team going to the finals. And I, you know, at this point, it does all point towards Portsmouth. So maybe it would be those two. Yeah. All right. Want to thank Pete Palladino and his staff here at Bishop Girton for making things easy for us to just kind of roll in and set up. We appreciate Pete and all he does. And. Well, for the final time in the regular season, we say goodbye to our listeners. We will have, of course, championship Saturday coverage, which is really kind of right around the corner. Scary how time flies. Um, And, of course, Tim Glenday. I want to thank him for holding it down all year long as well. And speaking of, Tim's going to be with you for the next 45 minutes or so, taking you up till 9 o'clock with post-game coverage back at our ESPN New Hampshire studio.